Welcome to episode 3 of Rabble, Rabble, Rabble. This is UK Graham, bringing it to your front door like an Amazon Prime package. I'm here to let you know that we will be using the B word, the D word, the F word, the C word, the L, M, N, O, P word. Basically, if you are offended by words, you should stop listening and go protest social distancing. Now let's welcome your hosts, some of the best people I've ever known. Lindsay Hobbs and Dennis McMahon. Bitch. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> welcome to the apocalypse. It does feel like the apocalypse. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know what I'm working on my apocalypse voice. <laughs> so when I need to lead the band of rebels in the fight against good and evil, I will be prepared to voice them correctly. You know, this would be easier if we all had like apocalypse outfits, at least we'll make it a little bit. I, my, my apocalypse I've outfit. Been, is I, been, I've been trying to stock up on things that were <laughs> steampunk themed. <laughs> my apocalypse outfit the other day was like a fanny pack. Like I, I went to the store and I was like, fuck it. I'm wearing a fanny pack. I, I, I don't know why, like being like at home and social distancing and all that makes me feel like it's okay to wear a fanny pack. But apparently that's where my mind goes. Middle age and pandemic have led to joggers all the time. So I, I, there's not much difference between, you know, pre pandemic and middle age me. So once I turned 40, I was like, I'm going jerseys and joggers in my middle age crisis and it's going to happen for the year. So yeah, I'm just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, it's like, I'm just piling on to that look. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I don't. I want all my things in one little pack in front of me. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. Did you get like a cool vintage one though? You my, know, is it is it designer? Know, Does it say Supreme or Gucci on it? It's that one brand like Kodo Paxi. My work like uh, handed them all oh. out, and they're all like they are like they handed them out as like an employee appreciation thing, and everyone yeah. was like making fun of them, and they're all like these really weird random colors. And each one was like, you know, genuine and unique. No one had the same fanny pack as you did. Yeah. And everyone was kind of like making fun of them. But I was like, I don't know. I might, I might come with Eddie later on. I'm, I'm almost 40. Go, <laughs> do you go classic, you know, around the waist? Or are you doing what the cool kid's doing, wearing it like a bandolero? Uh, I, I do the bandolero. I'm not 40 nice. yet. I'm not nice. 40 yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. You got to keep it cool. You can't, you can't go quite full, full uh, middle-aged mom just yet. However, I did have like a kid say, cool fanny pack. And I was like, I think he's making fun of me. I think he's making fun of me. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the most sarcastic uh, compliment you could get. <laughs> I don't know. He had he had a seriousness to his face. But then I'm like, I don't know anymore. That's probably like ironically said. Cool I got a, pack. you know, you, those kicks are fresh, you know, so I think I think that was a genuine. Too. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah, like I was like, I, I, I think they are fresh. Thank you, young man. Unless, unless like fresh now means not cool somehow. It could. It shit changes so quickly in this day and age. <laughs> I have my, you know, teenage nephews to to keep me up to date on all the new lingo. I know. I saw I saw a picture of these teenagers on on the Facebook, and I was like, Jesus Christ, they're getting big, huh? Yeah, they were children not that long ago. I know, little roly poly ones too. <laughs> And now, yeah, they're fucking full, like, I I think they're going to be starting to listen to, like, Panic at the Disco or some shit late, you know, coming up. (laughs) Or, like, they're going to tell me about how cool Post Malone is. When they get a face (laughs) tattoo, I'm really going to start to worry. Uh, Oh, what is Post Malone famous for? Like, I know of him. I know the face tattoo. But what the hell is he famous for? 
he's a, he he produces hit records and they're not bad. Okay, so at first, you know, I, I'm always the first to poo-poo something. Uh-huh. You know, I'll hear a word, I'll hear like uh, people will talk like Billie Eilish, you know, or Post Malone, and right. immediately I'm like, ah, fuck that, like that's stupid. Like he has, and then own, he has his own and songs. Then he, he has what? He sings his own songs. He does. So at first I was like, oh, he's one of these tattooed face mumble rappers, but he's not. He's like a he's like he like sing raps, which is an like doesn't sound good or sounds pretty stupid on the face of it, but it ain't bad. Did you ever let's, see? Let's uh, see it. Let me see what it sounds like. Hold on. Yeah. Did you ever see Spider-Man like into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. So he did the theme song for that. You know, you're a sunflower is and this, a pip pip Is this him? Yes. And so he uses a lot of, uh, uh, what's the, the where you change your voice. The, oh, the robot voice. Equal, yeah, the equalizer or whatever. Oh, I've heard enough. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna hear it like if you go to a, like an like a American Eagle or like at the mall. You know, it's mall music. Okay, okay. But I I don't shit on pop music just like whole hog. Right. Give if it it's a- got something, you're like, well, the Beatles were pop. You know, the Bee Gees were pop. Like they're still good. Like. You can have like some creativity that's good, you know, and still be pop music. So I, I, I don't immediately just dismiss it just because it's like in, you know, on the radio. I but. hate the robot voice though. Uh, Beck's, Beck's new album, like he does the robot voice and it's like, Beck, what are you doing? You don't need robot <laughs> voice, man. I can't, yeah, I can't not, stand that not sound. not supposed to have that. It doesn't sound real to me. It's just like, okay, like it's a robot singing at this point. I need like a yeah, real well, voice. Bona Boni Vare did a whole album the same thing, and you're like, dude, like you're the anti that. Yeah. So this last album that he released, he he went back to just doing oh, harmonies good. and such. Did he get and a lot like, of shit? You're like, way better. Yeah, yeah. That dude got voice of an angel. He doesn't need no goddamn robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's meant for like Kanye, who really can't sing. You know, that's why he does that. You know, but right. What is it? What is it called? It's called the. Uh, <sighs> it's not equalizer. It's not vocoder. It's uh, fuck. I can't remember. I'm going to Google robot voice changer. <laughs> voice changer. Um, so you're going to get a lot of interesting results by that. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't get any answers. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so are you going to back to work on May 1st? Back. The country is open and back up. These fucking lip tards can't tell us how to live our freedom no more. <laughs> I'm going to be as queer as a $3 bill come May 1st. <laughs> it's okay. ironic because that's May Day. Do you know what May Day is historically? I don't. So that's the communist holiday. That was when the, like, the Red Revolution happened and everything. So on May 1st, normally the communists get together and celebrate the workers across the world. Well, that's nice. So it's interesting, yeah, that they're choosing that day as the day to be like, that's when we're coming out for capitalism. It's, <laughs> it feels like it's like it not real for me. I just like, it feels not real, you know, because you keep hearing stuff and then it feels like come May 1st, they're gonna be like, we, we were wrong. We were wrong. It's gotten real bad now and we're wrong. <laughs> exactly. And it's like we live in a world that's post truth now. And when you see, there's doing these protests all over the country this week. Don't, but don't they tread are, on my rights. Don't tell me what ye- to do with my body. <laughs> yeah, they are manufactured. Like 
they're clearly like led and funded and uh, promoted by right wing groups that are political action groups for the president. Right. And so it's a coordinated effort to show like there's this other thing going on when like I got really bummed out today because we drove past the, the one in downtown Salt Lake. And at first you're like, what are you doing? No, like this is what we're trying to fight against and blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, no, I don't, I don't care anymore. Fuck it. Go back to work. Yeah. I don't go ahead. I'm not going, I'm not leaving my house still. So go ahead. Right. But don't you dare call the hospital. And don't you like, seriously, you start coughing. If you get a fever, stay home, quarantine yourself. Don't bother anybody. Use some old frontier medicine to make America great again medicine. If you put on a MAGA hat, you won't get COVID apparently. (laughs) If you wave one of those, don't tread on me flags, then you'll be fine. So go ahead. Yeah. And and when they, they talk about like opening America back up again, what, what does that mean? Right. What, go back to what work? Who? Who do you want to go back to work? In South Dakota this week, the meatpacking plant was overwhelmed with COVID infections. Oh, my God. Which, like, oh. Go back to work, what work? Uh, the people that worked at bars and restaurants? Because even in the orders that they're talking about that are opening back up, it's not going to be, oh, we're back to normal. Everybody start going out to bars and restaurants and concerts again. No, it's just doing what we're doing now but there's not a state order saying that you should probably stay home. So there isn't a difference. Right. Like in Salt Lake, they talking about, we're going to let restaurants open back up, but that just means you like six feet distance, everyone wearing face masks. And like, you can now pick up your food inside instead of getting it curbside. No, thanks. I'll, I want curbside still, you know, yeah. like if you're going to go out. You know, it, it's hard to say, too, because then you have, like, Sweden who's deciding to only quarantine, like, the at-risk and the, and the sick people. And it seems to be work. I don't know. I haven't checked up on that since I read the article, but it seems like it I, was working for them. I, I've read both ways because now they're having a spike in cases. And what is the population of Sweden? It is, let's see, because... Everyone will talk, even with healthcare, they talk about like Sweden or Denmark or socialized countries. Right. And I understand that maybe that wouldn't work in the same way for us. There's only 10 million people in, in all of Sweden. Right. We have 330 million. Okay. So yeah. it, what works for them may not work for us. And the same with the healthcare. I, I even adm- admit to that when they talk about socialized medicine, that yes, it works in Sweden, it works in Denmark, it works in the UK, but they have a lar- lot less people in those countries. I'm still for but it. But I've read <laughs> I've read the other way that that they haven't quite hit the full peak yet either. So when they're talking about even what to do in America, yeah, Utah might be doing well in the curve or Texas or South Dakota, North Dakota, whatever it is. That doesn't mean it's quite made it to those places either. Right. Now, I think we have and and we knew this was going to happen that the second we did these measures and if it actually worked, people would then be saying that we never should have done this in the first place because the projected right. numbers of dead didn't happen. Now they're saying it's a hoax. Only 60,000 people are projected to die as opposed to 2 million originally. Well, yeah, we shut down the country. You right, know? Like, right. we, have, we have taken these drastic steps. And a lot of to- people are taking it seriously and, and, social, and staying at home and working from home. 
and creating a new economy of like working from home, working remote, reducing our carbon footprint, reducing our, uh, uh, disposable economy like now we have to kind of think about when you want food or if you want resources like do you really need that right like like my wife and i if we were bored we would just go to the store and walk around and spend money you know that's, like that's how brandon and i function sometimes so we go to the mall and be like let's just like hang out at the mall and then i don't know go buy some comic books or do something and yeah like you don't do that as much you definitely save a little bit of money save a shitload of money yeah and you do like start to rethink like, do I need that? No, I don't need it. And it doesn't give you that comfort that you think you're seeking. Right. So now it's like, well, what do you have to do? Oh, well, I have to do something that involves being alone or like that I can do by myself or I can read or, you know, there are other things that are like more like self-enriching. So even something as stupid as like, I go to the park and I shoot basketball every day now. And at the age of 40, I've decided I want to get better at basketball (laughs) because we went to a jazz game in January for my birthday and they had a free throw contest at the end of the game. And I came in fourth place and I got so excited that I'm like, I'm going to come back and win this thing. In three years when it's open again. (laughs) uh, Yeah. What do you win? Nothing. I just want to win a free throw contest. So ever since then, I've been going to the gym every day and trying to get better at basketball. So at the age of 40, like that doesn't give me anything. Like I'm not going to become a professional basketball player. I can't make any money off of it. But it gives you that sense of accomplishment to have like, hey, I'm going to set out to do this. And you start to do it. Right, Right. So it. It's just something to like enrich myself. Like I, I try to dribble through my legs or like shoot hoops, you know? You know, it is and so it is interesting to think about uh because of this, everyone's kind of being a little bit self-reflective and saying, What can I do to make my life better right now? And it is like it is stuff like getting better at basketball or like maybe I'm gonna start painting or maybe I'm gonna start doing yep. this. Like, well, it's interesting to me, like, why we just don't do that in our regular lives. And it's like, maybe because we have all those distractions of like, way too go. many distractions. Yeah. Like you said, you would go to the mall. I would just go to the store. We we started like thrifting. So I have a basement full of like old t-shirts and such just because you're like filling time and you think it has that, like, like I have a hunter gatherer like mentality in my mind. So I need to seek something out and, and gather it, you know? <laughs> and, and like, we've been going on walks. And we were just going to Liberty Park and walking around. But then like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, there were far too many people there. It was yeah. really anxious and uncomfortable. So now we're like, let's find places that are like less populated. Yeah. We- so we, we've we been walking around our neighborhood and like there are streets I've never been down. <laughs> I've lived here nine years and I've just never even been down that street. Or we've been going up to the avenues in your neighborhood right. because of the hills and just walking those. And like, it's good have, have you been up to the trails behind your house? Oh like, yeah, it's yeah. insane. Yeah, there's I lot, never had. Except, except now those are pretty populated. Uh, we tried to do that today. We ended up going to the cemetery in the graveyard next to yeah. us because we we're like, no That's one's going to be there. And it's actually really interesting, like walking through and looking at the old uh, tombstones and just saying, oh, my God, this person. Born in eighteen hundred something and only lived thirty years. That was a long have life you, back then. Did you find the? Uh, uh, the Lucy, the six six six, yeah, like Mark we, of the Beast yeah, grave. We, we found that. We know what that one is. We found like the emails grave and everything like that. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, I've never, I never had been up there and like walked around and I didn't even know those trails existed. I understand like Saturday might definitely be a bad day, especially it's been so nice out, mm-hmm. but like we went up like Thursday afternoon yeah, and it's incredible, like just like really amazing that it's right behind our house yeah. and you get to see the entire valley and you do see like with the reduction in like travel and uh, 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 commerce, the like environment has seen a, a an improvement based off of us just kind of slowing down right right and, and, and so i do hope like when it opens up like let's all remember those those kind of like lessons of of like yeah you don't need this like consumer fever right. of, of more 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 and like consume and dispose and like like continuing to just need to feed that urge to like like need uh enrichment that you can get at home. Yeah, it definitely feels like uh, we're withdrawing from consumerism, you know? And yeah. and then by the end of this, we'll be like, oh, it's good to be clean again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I don't want, I don't necessarily need, and this is why it's kind of, even in this pandemic, in quotation marks that we are living in now, like think about 10 years ago, how different it would have been. I mean, we have Netflix and, and uh, high-speed internet and, uh, food delivery from an app and like all the comfort you really can get at your fingertips that like you don't need the it's a new version of that like capitalism so i'm very glad that we're not like i'm not trying to ha- like churn my own butter you know right <laughs> like, right like ha- needing to make my own like like a uh, uh, sourdough you know s- from scratch right. but it's it's like you can, and you have the time now to like spend on something that takes that amount of time. Cause it's like, what day is it? I don't know. Saturday. What is that? That doesn't, doesn't mean, mean anything, anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of part, there's a part of me that likes a lot of this stuff. And again, like the part of me that doesn't like it is the part of me that can't hang out with like my family and stuff. And so what would it take? What does opening up mean for you? What yeah. would it take for you to say it is now okay to return to going to your parents' house, yeah, to hanging out with friends. Like, what does that look like? I don't know. I had this conversation with uh, Brandon and Kevin today. I just had this moment where I'm like, what are we doing? Like, if we're opening in May, then what does it matter? Like, it yeah. does, it, May doesn't feel long enough for me. And no. And it's interesting because the, the cases, since we last did our show, the cases have more than doubled in Utah. Yeah. Uh, the deaths have more than tripled in Utah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's sad. And I don't know. I just feel like if two weeks from now, if that's the same, if that's the same pattern and maybe, maybe it won't be, but if that is the same pattern and they more than double, then it doesn't feel like that's going to be the right time to, to open. If your parents are staying home and if you're staying home, then could you feel comfortable after a two week period, because that would be the incubation period, even if you were to catch it just on the random, right? Would you feel comfortable going over there? So the and po- seeing them. And are you worried about them, or yes. are you worried about you and your family? Like I'm, I'm a both, both, but more that like like I think me and my family would be fine, but I worry more about yes, like if I gave my parents something and then they were to die from it alone, die alone from it. <laughs> yeah, especially because they you have a lot of, of immune compromised people in your direct circle. Right. Like, so it's not worth the risk to even say, well, 
we've been good. Right. When we go out, we wear a face mask. Sure. When we, you know, y- y- you've not been around people that aren't in your house, but who knows? Well, you could go like to the, the grocery store and boom, you know, exactly. and, and we're really and they, careful about that too. Like we come home, yeah. shower, wash our clothes. Yeah. But, uh, even then, I don't know. The scary thing about this is, and the part that like fucks you up the most is that you could have it for for weeks, not know it, or you could also have it and be spreading it, but be asymptomatic. Like it's it's just yeah. like it's the nature of the beast. It's weird. It's it's not like it'd be different if I like oh as soon as you start feeling sick you you quarantine yourself. That's okay. Yeah. But it's like you can I, feel I, fine. I, I would do that with the common cold. You know, you get sure. a little sniffle, you get a little cough. Me hey, too. I'm not going out. I'm people. I need to just isolate myself. But yeah, when you have no symptoms whatsoever and with the way we're doing it, like total lockdown, you know, in the house, we only leave to go for a walk. Like we're, we don't even go to the store anymore. So how do you not say like, but yeah, I I don't want to go around my mom. Like, are you doing, I don't want to, are you doing grocery delivery? Yeah. Oh, nice. but then they say that it could live on surfaces. Now I don't know. I've, I've read different studies that say like, the, it may be present. The RNA may be present on surfaces, but the it's not contagious materials. But who knows? Right. Like they told us we didn't have to wear face mask, and now they're saying everybody should wear face mask. Right. So you never know what is is real, and that's that part of that post truth of you can find anyone that would have a different interpretation of some kind of fact that they found that they can claim as Bible now, and no one can say what real and and what isn't real and what is real anymore? Let me ask, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask this. Like, it seems like the more and more this, this goes on, the more and more you see people kind of breaking. Are you, yeah. are you close to breaking? Not in a sense of comfortability. But in, I am, I, my, my target date was always May 1st. I thought that that would be a date where things could loosen up. That doesn't mean I want to go to any concerts. I'm not going to travel. I don't want to, I don't want to go, but I feel, I would feel more comfortable say if you guys had been in your house for 14 days and we had been in our house for 14 days, I would not feel uncomfortable hanging out with you guys. Right. Like you have a, a semblance of like, I think we have done enough. And with the numbers, the actual like in Utah, the numbers of people tested and the number of people infected is the uh, percentage is still 0.05. So that's 5% of the population. And to get a test, you have to have one of now they've loosened the restrictions to say you have to have at least one of the major symptoms to get a test. So these aren't just people that are getting tests. Like if you and I were to get a test, I do believe that that wouldn't do us any good. Now, it's different when they're trying to introduce the antibody test now. Yeah. And that would tell you if you ever had it. Now, because there, there's a lot of theories going around that it may have been around longer than we originally anticipated or that you may have gotten it and not known it because of the asymptomatic nature of of, of the uh, uh, infection rate. Right. There's, so, a guy, there's a guy at work whose wife got it and she had to be hospitalized, respiratory or a ventilator and everything. And he's fine. Like he yeah. definitely has it. There's no way that yeah. he didn't pick up that virus while he was like, he was like, oh yeah, I was like feeding her food and helping her yeah. out before she went to the hospital. And I was just like, that's, that's what fucks my mind up, man. It's just the, yeah. 
it's just like, is that cold that I got in January? Was that it? You know? <laughs> yeah. That was a bad absolutely. cold. That was a really bad cold I had. And I had the I had the worst cold I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So was that, but I didn't have a fever. I didn't no, have a cough. Did I. Yeah, but, I didn't have a fever. I had a bad cough, but I didn't have like a fever or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but were you taking your temperature like on the regular too? You don't no, know. Yeah, like, right. Like maybe I had a fever and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the fever like is, I, it does seem to be like the, the over... Overwhelmingly biggest symptom, right? Yeah, that to me, the cough or the fever really seem to be the nail. Like, if you have that, you know you are definitely infected because you could have like we had sore throat, but originally that wasn't tied to it. You know, uh, sniffles aren't tied to it. Sneezing's not tied to it. But uh, yeah, and then they have like the weird side effects where you could lose your sense of smell and taste, or there's some bowel issues that could happen, you know, oh, and I'm man. like, Hey, I kind of once a week have, you know, some rumbly tumbly. <laughs> so you never like, if that's going to be like a factor to have to think about now, every time, like, I'm, I, I don't know, Yeah, but I do believe that. And I don't believe they have the, uh, well, it can't survive in warm weather. You know, we don't know any of that. No, or bullshit. if you had it, you can't get it again. We don't know that either. There's a lot of signs that it's re repopulating again in, uh, uh, like some of the Chinese provinces and such, because there's no, there's no way of knowing all this is, that's why they call it no novel coronavirus. Cause it's all new. We have no right, idea. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting to see there's a lot of people breaking and I'm just like, I don't know. I feel yeah. like it's too early to break. I, feel I agree like with it's that way too early to break may, in a may year from might now. Be different. That's still two weeks away. Yeah. Maybe. So, I I'm not, I was like very angry today with all these people. Like you said, they are breaking. They're like, no, fuck this. They're going out and like, I don't need to wear a mask. I'll take my chances. Right. I'm not old. I'm not immune compromised. Right. I'm not, the, the numbers of infection rates are low enough. I'm going to take my chances. And that is the scary part because it's like, this is how that like, uh, you, you get to the disaster movie level of, you know, I see a yeah. lot of people compared it to the scene in independence day where all the uh, people were on top of the building welcoming the aliens with a party, you know, and then they're, they're blasted with lasers, you know? Right. Like, like I feel that, that idea of like, nah, it's fine. Like we'll take our chances and we'll be, uh, we're okay. And no one's safe. Like the, Over a, a certain period of time, they're talking the infection rate should be 100%. So yeah. no one's safe. Yeah, and, you, and to me, I that really scares me. The idea of like ventilator and emergency room and like, yep. I don't know what my level of immune compromisation is. You know, like right. I, I don't know. Like it could. They're talking now. They're doing scans post people that have recovered. Some people have permanent lung damage or permanent or heart kidney, damage, kidneys and heart. Yeah, like it's pretty. You crazy. don't know. This, yeah. Well, now I'm going to break. Now I'm going to break. <laughs> so where would the first place you want to go when you break? Well, so it's when, like I, when I talk about breaking, I mean more like of a breakdown of my mental state. <laughs> just like, I'm okay, like crying yeah. and can't take it anymore and just like losing my shit. I haven't lost yeah. my shit yet. I haven't yeah. really. I think the only thing that could cause me to break is a family member being like put in the hospital or something. Yeah, I think and that, not being able to talk to him or that, see him or anything. right, that could probably be the the straw that breaks the camel's back. But yeah, for sure. Uh, I I then, as far as like breaking and like going out and doing shit, not gonna happen. Like yeah, I live with 
my uncle who who is definitely like um, one of the people at risk people and it's just like no mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be the person that like comes home and kills my uncle <laughs> yeah and that's or your feel- husband right. you know like like uh, yeah he's he's not that far away from when he had chemo you know like <laughs> <laughs> to me that's like an, a permanent immunocompromised right. situation right. you know like that that's never going to be a hundred percent safe right especially when something like this like uh infection virus like that that's a very scary situation right right I don't know. What about you? What would cause you to to break? I, I think the same thing. If I were, especially if it was because I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to wear gloves. I'm going to go see some people. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I get, I get sick or, uh, you know, I hear about my mom getting sick. Something like that would definitely yeah definitely really caused me to like freak out about it. Cause today after driving by that rally, I've been reading a lot about these rallies that are going on. You know, Trump tweeted out, liberate Michigan, liberate Virginia, liberate Ohio. You know, like he's inciting these violence and, 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 uh, uh, using language of war that, that you're at war with your own local government because they're telling you it's in your best interest to not, go out and these people are treating this like a game give a shit about my best interest exactly like they're treating it like a game you know it was like these are the same motherfuckers that got mad when michelle obama was trying to feed their kids healthy like (laughs) my kids gotta eat a fucking carrot (laughs) and when she she changed the white house like it she built a garden and they were like how dare this uppity cunt like tell me how to eat (laughs) you know like and you're like, well, you shouldn't. I like, I, I'm of the opinion, like, you should outlaw cigarettes. You know, I right. don't believe that we should just like let people kill themselves, especially when there's like a level of deception to it. For right. the longest time, cigarettes were like not promoted as bad for you. It was very late in the game that it was like, yeah, they actually been lying to you this entire time. Same with like Roundup and the chemicals that they use to preserve McDonald's. You right. know, right. Like, like they're lying to you. So I don't even blame you that you don't know that there's a level of deception to this. So the same thing that's going on now, it's not about like we got this wrong. It's about that Trump needs this to turn around and he needs his supporters and he needs conflict and he needs like the dete- the attention diverted away from him for how badly they've handled this. Yeah. Like he released today or this week, they're, quote unquote, plan to open up America again, end quotation mark. You're like, open up America again. Like, that's our president. He's fucking stupid. Like, we're not opening up it again. Like, it's already been open and we closed it. You don't open it up again. Like, it's just dumb. And in that, there were three levels to it and not one of them have any substance whatsoever. Right. But he knows, and I hear people quoting it. He knows that nobody reads past the headline. So all they saw is Trump plan to open America again. And they go, okay, we're good. Yeah. It's like, there's no substance to it. It basically diverts back to the local governments to make those decisions. And they're going to be pressured based on their vulnerability to their constituents, whether it's a red or blue state, like in Michigan, like to the will of these stupid people. Right now, the only consolation, and I, I say stupid people because it's an angry thing. I, I'm not judging. Like I, I don't know any better than they do. It's just I, I, 
I have to add an anger, say something. And stupid is what what like comes out of me. I don't know. I, I feel like if you're not taking this shit seriously, it's pretty pretty stupid. It feels stupid. <laughs> it feels and, stupid, and, man. It's it's because, and I feel like it's because if this was something, the it didn't, the part that really bugs me is if this was something that affected younger people and killed the younger people, like it was killing the old people, that maybe people would be like. This needs to be taken seriously. But the fact that it's like, ah, it's just getting rid of the old. It's like, that, yeah. that part really fucking bugs me, man. Like, Did you, did you hear uh, Dr. Oz on Fox News yeah. this week said we should open up schools. And even if we got to a 2 to 3% mortality rate, that should be considered a win for school children. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. You just said you'd be okay with 2 to 3% of children being killed. Right. I'm sorry. I, I, I do not agree with that. No, they all they're just like, like they're, oh, this they're is hard on people's mental state. They're like fucking toughen the fuck up. Toughen people. up. Your fucking great grandfather fought Nazis in right, Normandy. Right. You know, like toughen the oh, fuck up. Oh, I gotta up. stay home and read and, and work on my personal mental state. Like take it oh, as an and you're opportunity. You're going bored because you watch Tiger King six times. You know, <laughs> yeah. like toughen the fuck up and right. watch Friends like a real fucking person. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like binge watch curb your enthusiasm like we've been doing and right. it's fucking awesome you know? i started you know i started watching veep and i and i didn't know that how funny and interesting that was like i don't know why i thought of it it's like oh that's not gonna be for me i was like oh yeah. this is like kind of dark and fucked up humor i love it <laughs> yeah and julia louis Dreyfus, dreyfus she's yeah. the fucking treasure you right know? <laughs> you can't you can't get i'm i'm like i'm happy to see she's doing this you know and she's hilarious <laughs> and, it, man and you uh there's been a ton. Like I, I, I discovered movies. I had. I was like, why did I ever watch this? I right. turned up like, hey, that was great. And like, I've got nowhere to go. So there's no distraction. There's no, you know, you just right. are in it. Right. <laughs> just, it's fucking I, I great. Accept it for what it is. Count like be thankful for what we have. If yeah. you, you know, like I understand. This is much harder, especially for people that have to go to work or, or yeah. expose themselves and be live in fear essentially. Cause again, like go, if I go to the grocery store, it's not, it's no longer a pleasant experience. I'm just anxiety yeah. the whole time, ready to get the, it, the fuck in and ready to get the fuck out as soon as possible. Yeah. But yeah. And you, and, and single people, I, I know some single yes. people and I, I yeah. definitely am very sympathetic yes. to how hard it is to be in a lockdown situation in your house right. and you're not allowed to socialize. You're not allowed to see people. You're not allowed to like go out. Right. So I definitely have sympathy for that, but toughen the fuck up. Toughen the know? fuck up. It's not been that long yet, you know. Like, yeah, we can talk about it in a year if we're still in the same situation. Then, <laughs> so you realize, then you realize, right. like, like in two thousand one, nineteen people hijacked four planes and killed twenty six hundred people, and we are still at war in Afghanistan and Iraq over that, and yet. You know, like that response was considered just and right. And now because we're just told to stay home and wait till we have a vaccine, like you're taking away our fucking freedom. Right, like, right. no. <laughs> you know, and then the thing is, is like no one's taking away your freedom. But what you're doing is taking away somebody's life. Like life, life, that's, that's life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Right. The very first one is life. Right. The second one is liberty. Right. And I do believe that those three things are in order, right. life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Right. And so by you thinking that your liberty is more important than someone else's life, you are uh, jeopardizing the entire concept that you are trying to say you're fighting for. Right. Right. And, and, and no, thank you. <laughs> now to be fair, 
some of the methods that they are talking about to mitigate our next phase. So part of it would be testing, right? They want to uh, up the testing, up the antibody testing. And then the second level of that is contact tracing. This is what South Korea was able to do to mitigate kind of the spread. And contact tracing involves you would uh, opt into a tracking system on your phone that would then notify you if you were to come in contact GPS, Bluetooth, or Wi-Fi with somebody that may have been infected at one point. And so then you could find out like when you were around somebody. Unfortunately, you can't trust these type of people right. to like have that level of ability to track you. Right. And like they don't once you give up something like that, it never comes back. So True. you can't really trust that like you're like, yeah, go ahead and do it for now. But in six months when we're all over this, you gotta <laughs> turn that off, you know? Because these are the same people if you say Tiva sandals. Every Facebook ad now is Tiva Sandals because they're listening to you at all times, you know? Yeah. Well, but that's that's the one way. Like, if you're looking at it like in a mathematical sense, that would be the way to do it. But yeah, I I don't know that I would be comfortable doing that either. I would think I would just stay home and say, no, it's all right. (laughs) Take my phone. (laughs) Dwell, do we have some news stories? Yeah. Okay, let's let's get into news. News. Brought to you. News. News today. The news. News tomorrow. (laughs) News maybe next week. News from yesterday. Mostly today. News. An hour ago. Breaking. Right now, though. But mostly right right now. now. Because I'm reading it off of the internet. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So scientists in Europe say they've developed a camera that you can attach to your toilet bowl. What? And it will read your anal fingerprint <laughs> to tell everyone- if you are predisposed genetically for certain types of prostate cancer or irritable bowel syndrome or kidney failure. This sounds like the invention of a guy who's just like, How do- I'm tired of sitting in porta potties and taking pictures. <laughs> He's like, we got the goddamn internet now. Can't I hook up a Wi-Fi camera and look at your butthole? I, I want to look at buttholes, but I'm tired of getting shit on while doing it. <laughs> look, I'm into buttholes, not shit. I know they're usually tied together, but, but I like me, buttholes. I don't like shit. I don't want to be swimming in toilets. I've got Let me just look at your butthole. <laughs> Does every you know it's ironic? Ironic. Like I'm a- reading it further down the article. It is Doctor Sanjay Booty Looker. <laughs> no, who it's developed not. this. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. I almost believed that. I was like, <laughs> Doctor Sanjay Booty D- Jerk Offer. Doctor, uh, I'm a booty Stan- looker <laughs> from Stanford <laughs> University School of Medicine. He said our concept dates well back 15 years. And when I bring it up, people will sort of laugh, but it seemed like an interesting idea and a bit odd. But I got a camera that can look at your booty hole and tell you if you got problems. <laughs> Does every anus have a distinct fingerprint? Like, like that's, a thing? That's, a, I, that's <laughs> actually what led is, me is to read cheap. this article. I'm like, wait a minute. Is my brown starfish, like, unique? You know, I know my mom always said I was a unique snowflake. I didn't know she was looking at my butthole. <laughs> And 
what does that mean for crime now? Like, are we going to have to start giving <laughs> anal fucking fingerprints to like, like the cops? Go use the toilet so we can scan your anus. <laughs> yeah. Like they're going to start being able to like the CSI will be totally different now. Well, good like, news is you don't have a warrant out for your arrest. Bad news is you're going to have colon cancer in two years. <laughs> <laughs> Just tracking everything. All the fecal particulates and my, my booty hole. I never did the like, Oprah sit over a mirror and like stare at my own butthole. So I got to be honest, I have never even seen it. So I don't know if it's any more unique or less unique. The only thing I mean, like, I don't know about the actual like, like, like wrinkle effect, but I, as opposed to like, uh, uh, what do you call it? hemorrhoids? Like, yeah, all right, I can understand that. But like, is my wrinkle pay? It would have to be right, like unique. It would maybe. Yeah, it would have to be. I don't know. Like, have they done enough research on on the anus? fingerprint to to make <laughs> to how how like distinct it could be right how i mean you how, know what i'm gonna do tonight we're talking about this personal enrichment and everything i'm gonna do like an anal fingerprint like i'm gonna stick <laughs> ink up my butt and i'm gonna spread my cheeks and sit on a piece of fucking construction paper <laughs> i think the better way to do it would be like a cast like a like a like a bigfoot like when yeah. they find bigfoot because prints in you the wild you can't really like get the proper like position to get the whole finger anus fingerprint and it's because it goes inward not outward i've got a right? deep canal i've got a deep <laughs> canal i know what you're saying like i've got a lot of canyon space between the end the entry hole and the exit hole maybe like know? a plaster mold would be the way to go yeah but then like they'll use it to make you know the fucking real dolls and like <laughs> people be fucking my my uh, rubber anus out there. And I, I don't know, even though it's not my anus, you know, it's a rubber anus. It still somehow psychically feels like my anus. So, so you I don't know. You that, could go to sleep. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I feel comfortable with like having that available. What to about for millions of dollars though? Now we're talking maybe even $1,200. <laughs> if you give me another stimulus check, <laughs> you could take a plaster cast of my, my anus and, and fucking uh, do whatever you like with it. I would not you know, be comfortable with like a camera in my fucking toilet bowl. Not, not at all. <laughs> Especially if it's like hooked up to the I don't care. Like shit. I'll just go to the goddamn doctor and they can like do <laughs> yeah. a colonoscopy thing, you know? Yeah, because even now, like to me, blood in the toilet was always like you're dying automatically. <laughs> but it's not. No, like, it's, it's not. not at all. Sometimes it's like you it's ate not. bad shellfish, you know? <laughs> or, or any. Yeah, like or you just had like a, a, a wipe too hard the last time you went. And yeah. To me, I want to create an app because I have this problem. Every time I'm like, oh, my God, it's bright red. I'm dying. But I want to create an app that will then notify me that 24 hours previously I ate beets. Because every time I eat beets, it looks like I'm dying in the toilet bowl. Right. So I'm going to have an app that's called You Ate Beets. And all you got to do is put it in there. And then 24 hours later when you take a shit and think you're dying, it'll just be like, no, 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 you ate beets. You're no, okay. So your app could be called You Ate Beets. Now I'm telling you. like You're an app developer. You can help me out on the technical. <laughs> Uh, all you do is like register when you ate beets and then 24 hours later it tells you you ate beets 24 hours ago. It sends ago. you a text like don't worry you're not dying you just ate beets. That ain't blood. You ate beets. Yeah. Laura Laura, my wife wants to develop an app saying it's called should I bring a sweater and it'll give you a rating on certain venues like if you go to a movie theater or a restaurant and you it'll be like Yelp and then you could rate like how cold it is in that venue so it'll let you know ahead of time like you should probably bring a sweater that's not a bad idea because yeah every time she'd go to a concert you'd think oh i'm going to a concert i don't need a sweater it's indoors but sometimes it could be drafty sometimes it could be a little warmer 
So everybody, it could be a communal effort to decide, should I bring a sweater? It's not a bad I think idea. that's a million dollar idea. Yeah, it's not a bad one. <laughs> I just need to learn a little coding beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, did you get your $1,200 stimulus check in the mail from the government? I did. I got 500 for my little bean too. Oh, yeah. you guys are rolling in it. And 1200 for Brandon, 1200 for me. 500 yeah immediately paid off bills with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is the exact opposite of what they want you to do yeah well, they want you to spend to it do, on man? disposable things in the economy but when you there's an impending uh uh recession I'll, immediately i'm like i ain't spending yeah, i'm paying my credit card. i'm pending, i'm paying my credit cards down because i'm gonna need them <laughs> yeah so in france a man he is 64 years old and for his birthday his friends and family decided to buy him a joyride on a jet fighter. Ooh. Yes. They didn't tell him about this. So they were just like, hey, Francois, we're going to the this place for your birthday. And when he got there, they loaded him into a jet. Well, this 64-year-old man was so panicked, his heart started beating out of his chest and he got full tachycardia which means his heart rate was beating like four times the rate it should have. Oh my God. And mid flight, he pulled accidentally the ejection <gasps> seat and, and exploded out of the jet fighter. And because the pilot wasn't expecting this, he oh got hit God. in the head with like the, the, like, like when the, the cockpit blows, there's like an a explosion that happens. So this 64 year old guy that was so freaked out about flying is now parachuting in the middle of nowhere. Oh my God. And the pilots like passed out cause he got hit in the head. So this like joyous thing that these friends and family thought they were buying him turned oh out to be a nightmare. God. Is he okay? He is okay. His helmet wasn't fastened properly though. And it flew off during the accident. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> is he like, it was fun, or is he like, fuck, fucking, I fuck. hated it. Turns out he has no more friends. He was like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, how dare you? Like, I never said I wanted to go on a jet fighter. Yeah, why couldn't you just tell him, you know? Like, did they, like, load him up and he had no idea what was going on? No idea whatsoever. And even until he got in the jet, he had no They were going at speeds of 870 miles per hour. Oh, my God. And, and you just like fly out of the plane. That, the I'm air. surprised he's like l alive and didn't have a heart yeah, attack. Absolutely. Like you're already, your heart's already beating four times faster than you get ejected from a fucking jet. I see those documentaries too, where they show like the people that take the joy rides on the jet and the jet fighters are always like, I'm going to make puke. So they're not taking you for a, like a leisurely, like fly around, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're, they're doing like, loop de loops and like, barrel rolls and. Yeah, it's like, and, it's like tubing with someone who owns a boat. They're like, I'm going to fuck uh, you up. Right? Like, well, I think we know something about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to go faster. Yeah. You know? I'm going to take this corner as fast as possible. <laughs> you you went, did you do uh, skydiving? No, I, I've done bungee jumping, but I've never done okay, it. Okay, And that's terrifying jumping. enough, man. That's pretty yeah. scary. I want to do skydiving one day. Like, it's a thing. Is your, is your like, adrenaline gene dead now, or is it still, like, oh, no, no, no. just waiting for your daughter to get older it's, that she can join in? Right. That's definitely happening. And I uh, I don't think that's ever going to die. Like, maybe when I get super old. But, yeah. no, I still want to do a lot of, like, crazy shit. I still have fun, like, getting that feeling. and Ugh. Yeah. I like jumping My buddy, around. our buddy, Dave Jones, does mountain biking. And so we were doing that trail the other day 
the just walking it by your house. Uh-huh. And I was thinking about him and oh, he likes to go down all these mountain bike trails and shit. And he keeps telling me, hey, it's fun. You should do it. But I just look at these trails. And I'm like, there's rocks, there's rivets yeah. that going too fast. Like, I don't even have the fortitude to just to do that. Like, you know, that, even when that I adrenaline did, gene does not exist in me. Yeah. <laughs> like, even when I did I'm mountain good. biking too, I, I would go down those hills and stuff, but I was always really terrible at it. Like it was basically <laughs> just learning how to fall properly after a while. <laughs> yeah. I don't do well because I'm the kind of guy that like immediately. My hands to brace myself. I don't, you know, I'll roll with my head first. I'm like, no, no, you have to brace yourself with your head. You know, like that's how you probably fall. Yeah. Like, well, you also have to like relax and that's hard to do. When fuck you. Yeah. There's no way, like, no relaxing. So I wouldn't want to do any of these kind of things anymore. I really do the like weighing, you know, bowling to me now is a dangerous thing. because I can like throw out my back or something. Oh my know? God. You're getting old, like, man. I'm getting way old. I have... I have right now jumper's knee. It's a pain in the front of my knee from repetitive jumping up and down. I also have uh, insertional Achilles tendonitis. And it's because it's from never running and then running. And now my Achilles tendon just hurts. And when you, and when you look up like, well, what do you do for that? And you're like, nothing. nothing. No. And not only do you do nothing, it will do that for like six months. You'll just hurt. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing you, there's no surgery. There's no pills. Like you just hurt for six months. And you're like, okay, that's great. You know, that makes that, that really is encouraging to like continue this trying to be physically better, you know? Well, I mean, you don't see like old people walking around easily, right? <laughs> no, you have to just assume no. that this is just going to keep getting worse. But oh. <laughs> I was raging against it too. I was so trying to be like, no, I'm going to be that fit fucking 60 year old. Like I even, wanted to play softball when I was 60. Even you know? that fit like, 60 year old, 70 year old walks slower, you know, like they, uh, yeah. walk, they walk with like a, like they almost like are trying to tiptoe like, Oh, don't put too much pressure on these knees. You know, it first started, I knew I was getting older when I made noises when I got up. Yeah. I thought those were but voluntary now, for a long time until they until now, I realized they weren't. Now it's, now it's like the noises are like guttural and louder. It used to just kind of be a, you know, when you got up and now it's like, they continue on from me. Like even just walking to the toilet now when it takes effort to get up from a shit, you know, like that's bad news. When I'm like, I have to, might have to call my wife to give me a lift off the toilet. Like, and that's, and that's a good, that's why you get married, man. Cause eventually you're going to be like, Come get me off this toilet. <laughs> in this time of crisis, how is your marriage holding up in a quarantine situation? It's good, man. Have you noticed a increase in agitation or uh, a more deeply appreciation of the time you get to spend together and a more intimate one-on-one situation? Yeah, like, I think it's uh, a ladder. I think it's a ladder. I think we're getting used to like being around each other all the time and we're really appreciating it. And if anything, when everything goes back to normal, that will be the hard part is, is being like, oh, okay, well now we're back to, as we are on a schedule where we basically, we had the weekends and Tuesday night to, as to really, like marital time. Yeah. As like we're hanging out. And even then you like, you have a child, so you don't get like pure marital time, you know, it's not ever like a, like, and that's not true. Cause like every once in a while we'd have like uh Frankie could babysit and we'd go watch a movie or something. But I mean, yeah. it, it was, 
it was basically most of, you know, like he was alone with our daughter in the morning and I was alone with her at night and that was pretty much, so I think we're like more appreciating. We have that rare marriage where we like to be around each other. <laughs> That's very rare. But we also, but we also. Oh, wait, wait, wait. My wife is listening. I also have that. <laughs> other than your marriage. And I love being around her more than you. <laughs> uh, but you know what? We also, so we also have like an agreement too, like of, Hey, I'm going to go do this. And and it's not like, Oh, I thought we were going to spend time, you know, like Brandon, like yeah, yeah. he has his own hobbies. I have my own. And if, if, you know, we take turns like, um, giving each other time to, to work on that kind of stuff and have alone time. So, yeah, you know, you have to have that. You can't expect someone to want to be around you all the time and you can't get your feelings hurt if they're like, get the fuck away for a little bit, you know? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm gonna, I want to well, be alone for a minute. In Utah County, which is the conservative county in in Utah, which is 45 minutes south of Salt Lake City, Utah, they've seen a 75% increase in domestic violence and 911 calls during the pandemic. And, and this, so, this is Utah County? I, I thought they were all Utah like, County. I thought they were all like family is forever Mormons up there, man. Marriage, family, Mormons, uh, LDS faith, yes. It was reported that we have seen a 75% increase in domestic violence calls. And they are not in an official lockdown. Like, we didn't do a statewide. It was done in Salt Lake City and Salt Lake County and Summit County, which is where Park City is because they had a large uh, infection. Yeah, it's like the second largest uh, next to Salt Lake. Yeah, right? and that's because of the ski season. We had a lot of outsiders in town. So right. there was a, a, a different flora and fauna in the air. But yeah, I thought it was interesting to see, like, in the place that is this religious conservative uh, bastion, uh, they're seeing quite the in uptick of uh, domestic violence in the uh, pandemic situation. So I wanted to see how you guys were doing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I haven't got hit yet, so I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm I'm loving it, too. The same thing. Like, like uh, we're newlyweds. It's only been since September of last year, so it's not necessarily uh, been forever. And it's been great. Yeah. We go on walks, we cook together, we have, but we also do have our times. Like I do, I'll like, Hey, in the middle of the day, I'm going to go shoot my hoops. I'm going to take right. my alone time in the yard just to like kick rocks. Like li literally like <laughs> I, I, I bought a soccer you ball because I want to learn how to like bounce it off my knee. Like, like Ralph Macchio does <laughs> in the karate kid. Cause we watched the karate kid the other day and it's fucking awesome. And so I want to be able to like do the dribble thing where you dribble a soccer ball off of each knee. And so I bought a soccer ball. And you're going to learn. Yeah. The dumb shit you spend your stimulus money on, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that in Utah County, the reason why this is like such an increase is because not only are they home now, I guess, I, I, I mean, I guess some of them, it, cause are the school closed? Schools closed school out closed. there? School closed. Statewide. So statewide. you can assume that like everybody out there has got like a minimum of five children. Minimum. And so you like, could you could imagine like that situation where where you're uh, all day long basically schooling your children, which, you know, this will be interesting how much more people appreciate teachers. Like maybe maybe yeah. after this, we should decide like teachers actually should make more than they do because I, I really hope if there's like one thing that I see is across a byproduct the, of it. Yeah. If there's one thing I see across the board is people bitching about having to like teach their own children. And it's like, well, I mean. Teachers have like 25 of your children, you know, like it's a, yeah. it's not easy for them either. Like they, they, they go through all the same struggles with your ch children. It's not only the actual academic portion of it. I do believe it's the 
child care portion of it. Right. The eight hours a day that you are without your child and someone else is taking care of them. Right. They are teaching them not only math, you know, one plus one equals two, but hey, don't put your finger in your nose and don't hit that other kid. You know, right. it's the right. social set, like, like uh, lessons they're teaching them right. and the, the uh, uh, basic how to be a human in public stuff that they're teaching them that you, that goes unnoticed. Right. Right. And I don't know. I, I bet that had something to do with it though. I bet the, the child count, I bet in all, a lot of these cases, the child count is like five or above. <laughs> not, not just that. We have a unique situation where the predominant faith dictates that you have to get married early because you're not supposed to have right. sex before you get married. Right. So a lot of them on average get married at either 18, 19 or 20, like right out of the gate and then start having you're not even five, like, six, seven, eight children. You're not even so, like an adult at that age, man. You're not even an adult. The male, the male frontal cortex is not fully developed until the age of 25. I believe that's just like the, the, the human frontal cortex, right? Uh, women are a little younger on average. It's like 21 to 23, but the male, it, oh, it takes right. longer. It's that's 25, right. 26 on average, just like, uh, in puberty, women develop earlier than men, but yeah, across the board, you're still nowhere near a like complete human like, when I, it, by any stretch of the imagination. When, when I met Brandon at 30, I thought that I was a complete human. <laughs> I thought I was like, I got some shit figured out. Like I'm good. Yeah. And like yeah. two years later, I was like, I had nothing figured out. Like I, I did not know how to operate as a, as a <laughs> proper human being. And now, you know, like you, you learn a lot, but I don't know. And like, it, yeah, that definitely has, probably we, has something to do should with Should we too. mandate that you can't get married before 30? Uh, I would say at least 25. You know, at least 25. If you can't rent a car, you shouldn't be able to get married, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not, they deem you not responsible enough to rent a car, but you can like go and start a life in a family with someone. <laughs> yeah. You can carry a gun. You can fucking uh, sire a child, but you can't rent from Hertz <laughs> yeah. in a weekend trip in Denver. You can't take a Honda Sonata like, out. They don't they think, hey, slow down, 21 year old. You don't know, you cannot be responsible for this <laughs> Honda Sonata. You know? <laughs> Hun, oh, I'm yeah, saying yes. Honda, but it should be Hyundai. It's yes, a Korean <laughs> car. You know, you're not even responsible enough. Yes, to go buy a gun at a Walmart. Go buy a gun at Walmart and hire some kids. Yeah, but uh, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa! This Hyundai Sonata is too much for you. Like, <laughs> what do you mean like, you want to rent a Ford Escort? I don't think so. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Think you're responsible enough to take this Ford Taurus out? It has four doors. Four doors. You are not old enough to handle four doors, son. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think even like insurance company, I think your insurance as you're younger too is like higher for these reasons of like, like I think we know as a species that we're not responsible before certain ages. We know in certain aspects, but then we don't know in others. So in the criminal justice system, we can try people as young as 12 as an adult That's if crazy. deemed so by the judge and the severity of the crime. But- in a mathematical sense, if you were to take an MRI, if you were to judge them based on a scientific study, they are not developed enough to be accountable for their actions. Right. They're basically so say, hormone controlled, right? Yeah. Say if an 18-year-old kills a guy in a fight, like in reality, he's, he shouldn't be held responsible for that. Like he would be a full-grown adult, but we do. Right, right. 
So the one of the uh, however, I for- frontal cortex are not by eighteen. <laughs> you should probably know not to kill another person. You should, but like you're saying, that those like hormonal That's the true. urges, the uh, impulse control, like. There's not, a lot of things that are there. going on below the surface that are unaccounted for to say, like, you should know better. Right. And you should, but, you know, uh, they're saying uh, um, some of the scientists that are doing the studies in the mapping of the brain and the uh, uh, the way it all ties together are saying that in the future, we could look back on this time in a barbaric sense, like leeches for bloodletting. Right. When we think about how we've treated people in their own actions or like, like CTE, you know, they say like you have no impulse control, you have no uh, ability to uh, uh, control like that, uh, the rage or anger. And so a lot of these things that are happening, like an Aaron Hernandez situation or even like an OJ, you know, cutting off his wife's head might be from years of playing football Did he and like getting concussions. Head? Yeah, he cut off her head. What? I thought it was just like a stabbing. No, Jesus. that's why it was actually, that's why the evidence is even more brutal against him because he was a six foot four, 250 pound like athlete. And they said the damage that was done to her, they, he didn't cut it all the way off. He, they cut it to like a Pez situation oh. where it was like flapping. Jesus. Like it wasn't fully capitated, but with the knife like that was found or never found. Cause it got like thrown away by Robert Kardashian, but <laughs> <laughs> like, the wounds were like so brutal that you had to be a giant person to be able to physically like be able to do that. And so a lot of people are saying now, if he were being tried, he could have used a CTE defense that he had no control. Like he was in a blind fit of rage and it would have been from years of football that had like damaged his brain. So you never know. It could have been a entirely different situation. Maybe, but he's still running around. He, he weighed in on tire King. He said, Carol Baskin definitely killed. Like, he's like, uh, trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, play, player gonna play. You know, he's like from, from, from one homie to another. She that and she definitely of, did it. Yeah. Speaking of Carol Baskin, the uh, after the Tiger King phenomenon, the two things that came out of it is meth is a hell of a drug. You know, yeah. And Carol Baskin definitely killed her her husband. There's a lot of memes. There's a lot of sayings. It's like Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. The new thing is Carol Baskin definitely killed her husband. Right. And it's funny. It's hilarious. But man, when I see those things, I'm like, you guys realize like that's a human being. Right. That you're like joking that she killed her husband, you know? And like she may, may, may not have, may have, I don't care. Like, but regardless, like you're joking about, Somebody just Ooh. like offing somebody and feeding them to tigers, possibly. And it's like a, a meme. Meme yeah. is a very powerful thing. We look at it as like this small internet joke, but there's psychology or psychological studies that are done on the like significant, like in the way it, it like penetrates your psyche, like through these like subconscious methods. Memes are like incredibly powerful. To where you think it's just a joke you're reading online, like a small picture or something like that, but it is really penetrating, like like very subconscious levels and causing like desensitization right. and like well, like un like 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 uh turning off your empathy switch and like right. I don't know that like it's very interesting to see. It is interesting, yeah, and it it makes me uh, wonder like 
like we think porn is bad for children, like how it like uh, affects the developing mind. Meme culture is, you know, it's it's okay to like have the funny like crying Jordan or uh, like uh, Kermit that's sipping the mug, you know. But yeah, when you get into the Epstein uh, memes and like a Carol Baskin memes now, you wonder. And and I, we talked about this last week when you understand like. There is a Russian agency that like creates these memes. Right, right. Like they know how powerful they are. Right. Like on you. And they're just out there churning them. It's very, uh, uh, it makes you wonder like long term what that will do like, like to the human brain. I'm, I'm very troubled with like this post truth society where you don't have an authority. You don't have a, when we were children, we could go to the encyclopedia and say, whatever's in there, that's fact. That is truth. That is gospel. And now there's nowhere. You, if you say, oh, I read it in the New York Times. Well, that's fake news. Is it fake well, news? I read, I read it on Fox News. Well, that's bias. I, I heard the president say it. Well, he's a liar. Like You have no authority or no like central location of of information to all agree on and even if you were to say to someone like blue is blue and they're like well my blue is not your blue i have a personal opinion about blue blue raped my father i i'm (laughs) triggered by blue you know like how dare you speak of blue (laughs) how dare you say blue in my presence so i i don't know how we reconcile that and come all together again without like a centralized spot of understanding like what is true and what is not. We need more encyclopedias. I don't know. (laughs) How do you raise a child? You know, uh, like what do you, what are you thinking digitally? Like, are you like no Facebook? I'm going to restrict their time. I'm going to, what do you do? Like your child is two now. Dude, but what happens when she's four, five, six? I like, don't know if I have the power to think that far ahead. Like I think, yeah. I think I like the only way that like this works for me is I deal with like the now, and I'm like, this is what <laughs> this is what I can control now, and I'll figure that shit out later. Because <laughs> I think, well, how do you deal with it now? Is she on your phone? Does no, she do any iPad um, stuff? If, like, no, it's very rare if she is. Like, I let her. She likes to watch funny videos of like dogs. And yeah. she'll like ask for it. She'll be like, dogs, dogs. <laughs> and, uh, and and then she'll be like, dogs, please. And I'm like, okay, I can't say no to that. You can't say no we, to that. But we taught her to say please like at a very young age. And and it's like kind of backfired on us because now she yeah. wants like anything naughty. She knows she was like, please. And it's like really hard to be like, no. <laughs> but, uh, well, so, I see she is quite the ham and she's becoming quite the actor yeah, too. Like yeah. you guys have taught her how to play dead. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Too. Yeah, that's the thing is she Brad and I are both very like goofy people, so she's definitely gonna be like like a goof as she grows up because we don't like Do you have any do you have any thoughts of like like we gotta get this kid acting now? Like no. she should be in Gerber commercials and shit. Like. No, because we, we just feel like Brandon's been a little bit in like the he's seen a little bit of that side of, of the world and they like pinch babies and shit to make them cry. Yeah. And no, no. Like if I feel like if she can't like consent to anything, we, we don't like force. Like now if she's like four or five and it's like, mom, I want to like do this. then that's different. Yeah. But uh, no, man, like she, like she's fine. I, the world doesn't need to be <laughs> that world doesn't. I don't need to share her with the world unless she wants it's to be true. shared with the world, you know?
It's true. It's just friends and family. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. You look at my Facebook and she's all over that. That's all I really, that's about as and much. And even sharing. that's dangerous, you know, in, yeah. in like the grand scheme of you things. You know, I've been, I've been like going through and kind of like uh, deleting some people because I'm just like, it really should only be my friends and family on here. Like I, I added a Truth. lot of people back in the day when I was like playing in bands and people I didn't know. And, and I was like, you know, I, I don't get anything from those people. Those people yeah. don't interact with me anymore and I don't really need them to see what I'm posting. It's very true. Not only that, I delete posts when they're done, right. you know, in my opinion. So like if it was an older thing or doesn't need like it it doesn't serve me to have that as a record of things it, it's a you don't delete anything permanently but at least there's some elimination of uh, in my opinion of like the digital footprint so yeah yeah are you talking about now, like past posts that you see come up in like your memories and you're like oh i don't want that out there anymore i do i do it just even by week so yeah. if it was like i had like a thought and i posted it and i'm like you know what i don't want i don't need that anymore yeah or i just i don't like the idea of be it's I, this kind of came up when I was dating where someone could kind of like read your history of like thoughts and posts and memories and think they know you. Right. Right. And so I think random strangers can do that too. You know, they can look at a history of you from your Facebook page and think they have an idea of who you are and what you are. Right. And so just when I'm done with something, if I don't think I want it on there to look back for myself, then I just get rid of it. And again, it doesn't delete it permanently, but at least it like isn't in like this chronological, like, you know, timeline. thousand page timeline yeah, yeah. that you can walk through. Right. So it's my well, little. And you could also like thing. leave it for yourself, right? You could say like only I can see this for the rest of the Facebook history. Yeah. yeah. That's too much of a like, I don't even like, I have, I'm with you. I have like people and like uh, relatives that I don't care about. I wish I would just purge it all. And just have the people that I want to. I do that on my timeline. I purged everybody I don't give a fuck about, so I don't see their bullshit. Right. If I but, if I see someone post like something stupid too, I'm like, you're out. Like you done. Know, like, done. Like, ah. Even if you're like a friend that I just I get annoyed when I read your thoughts. I yeah. go, I, I don't I don't need it. You know. Right. So when people complain about Facebook, I don't have that same experience of like annoyance or yeah. like anger. Because I don't have the right. aunt that posts racist memes. I don't have my grandma that posts about Trump. Right. I don't have any of that. I have the things that I want to see. I want to see you guys talking about your daughter. I want to see my right. friends that are having kids talking about the updates of their pregnancy and like what they're going to do with their children. And then all the articles, my... all the fa all the pages that you've liked and all the cool. Yeah, because most of my Facebook is like science articles and, and that's stuff like it. That. Like and like really see. cool things like that that yeah. might come. I never found that otherwise. Right. And. And before this, it was for events. It was a way that I could yeah. get things on my calendar. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that was going on. And so it was a good right. thing. Right. Yeah. But I, now I'm rethinking that. You know, a lot of people are like, bad for your brain and it gets you angry. I'm like, I, I could see where that could happen. Sure. And especially I mean, it's how about self-control though too, right? Like I don't need yeah. to. I can go days without looking at my Facebook and it's fine. Yeah. Or I can yeah, just like sure. scroll to like the things I want to see like. You know, like, if you, yeah, but, yeah. Again, right now it's, it's, I like seeing your post about your child Yeah, seeing, uh, our friends are having babies. So it's like to keep up with them without having to bug them about what's going on with your pregnancy right. or like, uh, 
uh, friends from high school that like I don't talk to, but I still feel like I'm in contact with them now because I'm like, oh, you had a child, you 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 got a new job. Like right. I think those kind of things feel good to like feel like you're sure. still involved. Sure. sure. So it's not as a uh, world ending <laughs> as, as some other people's experience with it, yeah. damaging their brain. So again, it's it's like kind of comes down to like self control, and it's not like Facebook hasn't made it very easily to edit what you see and what you don't. Yeah, for sure. One of the things that I found on Facebook this week, it's a positive uh, spin on the coronavirus is in the Chinese zoo. I'm going to see what city in particular, uh, wherever it is. Okay, it's somewhere in China. They actually caught two pandas fucking in captivity for the first time in 14 years pandas when in captivity are notoriously bad at breeding and they tried to they actually created they created panda porn and they would show it to the males to try to entice them to have sex with the females in captivity this is in the hong kong zoo well since there's been no visitors around and there's been less involvement with the uh staff two pandas have actually started fucking in captivity on their own at the hong kong zoo is that how they word the article is two pandas have actually started fucking no i might have put my own spin on that they said making love passionately so yes i vulgared it up by saying it was fucking they said consensual passionate sex they have a picture of it and pandas fuck doggy style i don't know why it's called doggy style because everybody does it but pandas fuck fucking doggy style and the way the male panda is going at it, he's like almost grabbing the back of her neck and he's like pushing down on the butt. So he's he Ling Ling is fucking Ying Ying. And that is not making love. That is their real names, too, by the way. I, I wasn't being racist. It's literally Ying Ying and Li Li are the names of the pandas at the Hong Kong Zoo. So, well, that's. That's a positive thing, right? That's a positive. You know, <laughs> well, I, we might get more pandas out of it. In my in my future, like I want to see a future where uh, we don't have zoos anymore. You know, I, I understand 100% that. Agree. I understand that kids, you know, like it and stuff. But I think there's other ways around that, and especially now, if like it's interesting to me because I'm just like, we should be able to see like, uh, after this whole coronavirus thing, like like zoos are not essential. Right. Like, no. like that's not the thing we, we need. And like, look what's happening. Like some of them are talking about feeding other animals to other animals, like yeah. at this point. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like zoos, man. I, I don't like them. I got my, I had a, got a, I got a pass like last year for Christmas or something. And I was just like, well, you know, we got to go and we'll take it Frankie and stuff. But I like, I leave so depressed, man. I leave so it's depressed. It's such a bad feeling. There's like an episode of the Orville. You ever watch the Orville? No, no. Oh God, you should. You should, yeah, dude. It's like you're in quarantine. Like that is definitely something. A you quarantine should be. must. Oh, it's so funny, man. It's, <laughs> All right, I will. I will. You like Seth MacFarlane? I assume. Yes, yes, but, I do. Dude, it's it's him at his best. I think. I think it's better than anything you've I ever have done. To check it out. Anything that's on regular TV, I do have a very big bias against. Yeah, no. So the fact that it was on regular TV, <laughs> I was just like, I'm not even gonna bother. 
after, you know, I had that same bias until like I watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which like the first yeah. season takes a little bit to ramp up. But after that, like I just fell in love with it. I'm like, no, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to have that bias anymore. But like, yeah. I really think it's Seth MacFarlane at his best. But he, there's a, there's an episode where they kind of talk about like, yeah, remember, or like uh, some aliens or something like say like you guys used to like imprison animals and think that you had like, <laughs> think that you had like uh dominion, dominion over them. Yeah. And, and it's just kind of interesting it made me really want like your like our yearn yearn yearns a word maybe yearn yeah. for a work a world where like that is already in place like not only do i want yeah. space travel but i really want zeus to be gone <laughs> i agree with you and and it's like <clears throat> digitally now or like uh virtual reality like you can get the same experience of being like uh seeing them in the wild or seeing right. like raw footage of them so like your children can get that education Right. Without the exploitation of it. Right. And the, we saw with like Tiger King, you know, like right. this idea that it's all about conservation is, is really a uh, stretch. Well, and, and that's and, the part, that's the part of the zoo that kills me is like the bigger cats, like for some reason, I'm just like, there's never a big enough cage for those. And also the, the gorillas, like looking into their eyes. Gorillas. Oh my those God. Those are people. Oh, they like, are fuck people, you. Man. I cannot. I can't, I can't handle it, man. I had, I had gorillas look at me and be like, get me out. Like, you're my brother. Like, come on, right. man. Like, I'm looking right at you. I could see that red ass just like you could see my red ass. Right. Like, come on, brother. Get me out of here. Yeah. And I was like, I, I can't go to zoos anymore. No, it's too much, man. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Like, <laughs> like honestly, like, I've been watching, I've been trying to get Frankie into a lot of the, a lot of the nature shows. Mm-hmm. And she likes them. And, she, and she'll like, you know, she calls a lot of things dogs still. But uh, <laughs> we're trying to work on that. And I I really do think like you can show them those kind of like nature, like educational nature shows and they'll probably get more out of it than they would just in a captivated animal. 70 inches HD. Yes. Yes. Like, like those planet Surround Earth, like sound. David, David Attenborough, yes. like narrated, you're going to get a more visceral experience. Well, and they have a message and, to them, right? Which is like yeah. our planet is, is a sensitive ecosystem and we've got a precious yes. and, and, and sensitive and, and like uh, interconnected and, ecosystem. And believe it's it or not, like, animals just because you're important. in America doesn't mean what your actions don't affect, you know, the Amazon, you know, right. like it's all interconnected. Well, and, and without animals and, and insects and all that, you know, we're not here either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It like, even though we have like, we're in a pandemic, attacking us you kind of need it you know like the virus you know symbiote uh, uh natural selection aspect really is crucial in nature so even though now it feels very uh uh panicked because it's taking out loved ones that we know there is a natural selection to it so i say those guys that are protesting out there i'm like go ahead you know maybe maybe we could do without a few of you you know, like, <laughs> you know I, it's fucked up and i have that thought too i'm like i don't know this is like this feels like the uh, <laughs> definition of um natural Dar- darwin's the natural Dar- selection the, the darwin awards are really going for like these guys that are like nah i'm good like yeah all right and then you there's know? well That's- there's a there's an even more fucked up part of me was like yeah, get rid of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> we had that driving by. I was like, you know what? I, I don't want anybody, you know, anybody to die necessarily, but I understand, you know, yeah. like, maybe, you know, a little bit less of the, of these kind of things. That's why the, there's been a lot of talk that this is the boomer disease, you know, it's the affecting older people. And, you know, ironic, 
shittily this is what we were talking about before like the boomer ideas need to die because they're kind of holding up the progressive idea of like inclusivity and like worrying about climate change and the future and like like um universal basic income of like understanding that like like this old idea of like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and hard work it's like maybe that those things don't apply anymore right in our world right so like there may be something to that i i don't knock on wood i would hate for anybody i know or anybody my friends know or family knows to die no, but if, if everyone in the government could go <laughs> I would be just fine with that. There's a lot of old motherfuckers in there that I would, I don't know that I would shed a tear, but. Exactly. (laughs) So I think on um, senior citizen genocide, that might be a good place to leave it for this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk about how all all the old people are going to die and whatever. Very up. We want to be an uplifting program. We want to make sure we (laughs) usher you through the apocalypse in a manner that is uh, orderly and fashionable. So we want to make sure that we keep you laughing all the way to hell. And so this might've been, uh, either the worst thing we could have done or the best thing. Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? No one's listening. (laughs) Only, no one's listening. (laughs) This is just for you and I to have an excuse to record our conversation. That's true. That's true. Well, you know what time it is then? Oh yes. What time is it? Booties up. Let me see you shake your rump. It's Father Richard asks question time. <laughs> Is he live? Is he deep in the heart of a pandemic? He's teening himself in his castle. I think so. He's he's doing he's driving around a lot still and he's been okay. Yeah. Well. Good signs. Hey father, can you hear Yo, us? I can hear you. Are you safe? Are you on top of a mountain quarantined away from the diseased? <laughs> I would actually say I am actually. <laughs> Fantastic. We can't live in a world without your sage like a wisdom. That's right. <laughs> so I actually did something a little bit like I did a Facebook call with, and I know I don't think many people knew what I was asking for. And yeah. so we had a lot of questions actually this time and and you know they're they're subpar, but we're going to just ask them all to you at once. I have Sounds I have good. a question for you. Father Dennis has Richard. his first question. What should what should I spend my stimulus check on? What stupid thing should I buy? Well, my advice would be pay off your debt because after this is all over with, you're still going to owe your debt, and you. <laughs> oh, boo! That's what I heard. Tiger, I heard tigers only cost twenty two hundred bucks, so. <laughs> With me and my well, wife, I think we can get a baby tiger. I think the monkey might be better. Tigers can eat you. I don't know. You know, know. and look what happens to people that own tigers, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But you know, they turn gay. You get you get a leg brace and the next thing you know, you're married to six guys and one of them shoots himself in the head. It's all over. So pay off it your debt, Dennis. It's a tiger, but look where it ends up. That's all I'm saying. I feel like you're going to not listen to father and you're going to buy a tiger anyway. <laughs> so our next question is how can i make a lot of money 
<laughs> right now, if you got any, you invest in the stock market because that's what China's doing. They're buying all our stock up. So China. Yeah. So this be with China. I wish I was smart. Or that, or breed tigers, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, it, nothing has turned out good for anybody that's bred tigers. Nothing. Come on, not <laughs> stop trying. Stop trying to make this okay. Your decision to buy a tiger here. <laughs> yeah, I want to breed no. tigers and do meth. See what happens. <laughs> you you lose your teeth, one. And, you know, I don't know what happened. Ah, who needs teeth? I was a big fan of applesauce anyway. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Our next question. Will the world go back to normal when the pandemic no, is what over? what will happen is it's going to be like the generation of our parents that went through the depression. They always, they never threw anything away. We're going to be the generation that washes our hands, stays six feet away from people, elbow bumps from now on. <laughs> That's not so bad. That, I agree with that. I think, and like, yeah. Knowing to have a little bit of stockpile, you know, like I, I don't think I'll ever yeah. go without like 10 cans of beans, you know, and maybe and I know like a, a lot of people are rice. in end of world, but sometimes I think maybe there'll be some good lessons learned here. We might just slow down a little bit, which I think good we call. need to do. We need to slow down. We are so busy in this country. It's true. In the world. In Barbados, Good that's call. all I was ever told to do was to slow down by everybody that <laughs> laid eyes yeah, on look me. Look Barbados. We were there. I mean, people were happy and they weren't rich. You didn't need to be rich to be happy. In fact, they were more happy than I've ever seen anybody here right. in America. I, no doubt. On their porch, no, not a, not a Paxil or Xanax to be found. I, exactly. A little bit of child prostitution, but you know. Hey, you know, everybody's got to work, you know. <laughs> other than that. Well, that's the Americans coming over, right? <laughs> right. That's yeah. probably true. Uh, you know, that's the first place, like, I really, like, after I left that vacation, I left with, you know, several hangovers, but also I left, I left with like the idea of like, fungal infection, right, right. And a fungal infection for petting the dogs. But, uh, I also, I forgot about that, but I also, that was the first time I'm like, maybe I should slow down. And not one person like that laid eyes on me. Didn't tell me like, Hey, relax, girl, you're on vacation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I thought, I thought I was relaxing too. So that'll tell you something. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. exactly. So the next question, how can people be so heartless? Well, I think there's a lot of good too. There's, you know, it scares me because you look at history and it's not a pretty, pretty history in this world. No. <laughs> so, but I mean, we pulled together before. I think we can do it again. I just, you know, if we just stop being Republicans and Democrats, I think uh, we could pull through this. But I'm tired of people being ugly to each other. I'm so tired. I'm tired, boss. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, people make money off of being ugly to each other, so. So that's you know. probably, you know, I don't know that you're, I think you're onto something there. Maybe the heartlessness comes from that uh, desire to, to profit, right? Clickbait. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Next question is, how will I die? <laughs> <laughs> and you not personally? like anybody in particular, just the proverbial I. How will I How die? will I Old die? Age. <laughs> no, that's Old age that's like nice. It's very yeah. optimistic. I'm going with yeah. fungal infection. <laughs> I'm going with being shot out of a jet at 800 miles an hour without. <laughs> I think your friend's will body for your I will be put into a robot's body. Oh. There we go. Do I want, my next question, I don't know if I want to, would I want to be put in a robot? Maybe. I don't know. Depends. Lindsay, watch Devs. That's my recommendation (laughs) for the week. It's an incredible show. Like D-E-V-S? D-E-V-S. Incredible. Okay. Uh, All right. You watch the Orville and I'll watch Devs. 
All right. Don't New Orville out yet? No, I wish. Uh, Maybe not. I, yeah. I, I answered that without really knowing, but I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> you were probably right. They were That's in the right. making, but I don't think anything's in the making right now. Well, no, we were watching Ink Master, which is a tattoo competition. It's a reality show where tattoo artists get together and do a competition to win $100,000 for best tattoo. We I were on the last that. episode, and they were like, tune in next week for the finale. And then at the end, and they were like, uh, actually, the pandemic happened, and there's no finale, and we can't safely do it. So everybody, <laughs> we just didn't have a finale. And we're like, oh, shit, that was kind of abrupt. <laughs> so, like, yeah, nothing kind of is a being weird made world right we live now. In now. Yeah. No ink finales, no sports, no nothing. I don't really care about sports. I know you guys I care. Know, Ooh, I, I love sports. Really care, <laughs> I could care less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dad, if you – this is a question from a story that we told earlier – if if somebody handed you a toilet camera and said, if you turn this on and, and constantly monitor your, your anal fingerprint, we could tell you like when you might have like some colon cancer-y things start to happen. Would you would you be would you buy that app? Uh, probably not. No. <laughs> no, I think you know. Just how about how about would you buy an app that let you know if you eat beet, beets or not the day before? <laughs> then you wouldn't be worried when your toilet bowl was full of red stuff. <laughs> I've actually done that, so I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what? Maybe, maybe this app is not as like silly as we think it is. Like, I'm telling you, Lindsay, this work. is a million dollar idea. If you want in on the, get uh, going I now. think it'll work. You I'll ate, start selling it. I'll be the CEO. Twenty four hour alarm. You just you remember you ate beets. <laughs> you ate beets. Yeah. It's called you ate beets, and you would get a text message twenty four hours after you ate beets, and it would be like, don't don't you didn't shit yourself to death. You just ate beets. It's called you ain't yeah, die. You exactly. ain't dying. You ate beets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, because you don't really need that with asparagus because, you know, you go with asparagus, you pee, and you're like, oh, yeah, I just ate some asparagus. Right. I think so. they have like hyper asparagus. I think they've like bred them up because I feel as I'm chewing the asparagus, my pee starts to smell. It, it used right. to be like it would take a couple hours, but now yeah, it's like immediately my pee starts to smell. It's the Chinese. They're doing <laughs> it's the, it's the Chinese it's Bill Gates is working with the Chinese with the flat earth that we live on and doing five G is supercharging the asparagus. 5G, to make our peace yeah, day. is making the asparagus <laughs> exactly. And you thought five G was a virus. No, it's the asparagus. <laughs> oh, so before we leave that, just any um any knowledge you'd like to drop, any wisdom you'd like to drop on us before we leave? Any suggestions for for people in this time. Yes. Just be like Bill and Ted says, be cool to each other. Be excellent to each other. Excellent to each other. other. Okay. So I missed it. (laughs) Okay. Boomer. (laughs) Okay. Boomer. (laughs) Don't know Bill and Ted. (laughs) Trying to misquote Bill and Ted on this podcast. They're they're coming out with a new one pretty soon. I know. And I'm, I'm very excited. I'm so excited. I actually am excited. I think of anything, this could be a good one of those reboots. I think it's like the perfect combination of people and ideas. It could work. I love Alex Winter. I love Keanu yep. Reeves. I, Keanu? I, yeah. I can't imagine that this is going to be bad, but it, you know, I'm, I'm going to go into it very like excited for it. I think. Yeah. That, because oh, yeah. They, they exactly. went into it with good intention. Yes. Like, it, it they don't not, need money. Yeah. Like, Keanu's got more money than God. Right. Alex Winter so, might oh, need yeah. money, need money, but I don't know. He does a lot of the behind the scenes stuff too. He's, he, he does cool documentaries yeah. about like the Pentagon yeah. papers and like WikiLeaks. Women and lets them have the seat when he's on the subway. So, oh yeah. yeah. 
that is yeah, that Alex Winter you know. or is that Keanu? Keanu. Keanu. Oh, he's just a good dude, right? Yeah. Incredible dude. Yeah. You know, there was there was a movie that Alex Winter did. And Keanu Reeves was actually in it. This I think this was after Bill and Ted. Know, it was to... after. Do you know remember what it's called? It's like Freaks yeah, or Freak. 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 If oh, you haven't yeah. seen that movie, go watch that movie because it's, it's Bobcat Goldthwait, Mr. T. Mr. T plays the bearded woman. Yeah, Bobcat yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait oh, yeah. plays a man who was turned into a sock puppet. Right, right. Alec went. Uh, Keanu plays a dog boy. Like uh, Randy Quaid is an evil circus owner. Yeah, that yeah. mutates people. He a it's tiger. incredible. Look what happened to him. Look what happened to Randy Quaid. He bought a tiger. Yeah. Did he buy a he's tiger? He's up in Canada. No, he's up he in Canada thinking the government is after him. That the Illuminati is trying to Aww. kill him and. It, Poor Randy. Yeah. And the shitter's so. full all the time with Randy Quaid. The shitter's full. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Did, uh, huh, that's, a, that's too bad. I liked Randy Quaid. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Well, he saved the world in, in, you know, July 4th. He saved the world. He ran Independence Day. That's right. I forgot he saved the world. We would all be dead if it wasn't for Randy Quaid. If it wasn't for Randy Quaid, we'd be under alien control. We'd be, you know, under the rodents or the insect guys, whatever they were. Which which so I think I think in November of twenty twenty, when we go to the ballot box, no longer should we be going for one president. We should have a quorum of people, and it should be Randy Quaid, Jeff Goldblum, and Will Smith. (laughs) Because those are the people that go. saved our asses on Independence That's Day true. when it mattered. And let's put Keanu on there, yeah. too, and Alex Winter. Yeah, right yeah, in. John you know. Wick, one, two, and three. We need Keanu <laughs> yeah. in the White House. John Wick's are good there movies, go. actually, you know? They are ridiculously good. One, two, and three, and it gets they better are. every time. It does. It's and they're going to make it four if this ever gets yeah. done with. They, they should make 14. I'll well. go every time. Fast <laughs> and the Furious yeah. and John Wick. I want more of them, and that's all they should <laughs> John Wick versus Alien or John Wick versus Jason, you know, John whatever. Wick versus Freddy Krueger. I watch that and too. It, yeah, in I Hobbs and yeah, Shaw, absolutely. there's rumors that the sequel to Hobbs and Shaw, Keanu plays the baddie at the end. Ooh, Spoiler alert. Really? So I'm hoping maybe it's John Wick. So if you had John Wick versus Hobbs and Shaw, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't you know if there's enough uh, tissues in this world to clean up the amount of ejaculate. Who, who would you root for in that situation? I'm going John Wick all day. Oh, yeah, how could but you do, not go John Wick? I, I do that love guy, a, The Wick. Rock, and I am a Statham man. So, <laughs> how could you not go John Wick, man? That guy's a badass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does because of his puppy. You know, oh, like, what would they like join together? Just think of that. That's like true. a Voltron. Oh, oh my god! Oh. If, you had, if you had The Rock as like the arms and legs, and like 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 Statham as the body and Keanu's head yes. in a Voltron situation. Yeah, there you go. Sign me yeah, up. Make it like you like there you go. <laughs> you just thought of like a million dollar idea right there, man. Yeah. I'm going to write that in quarantine. I'm going to write the. <laughs> You're going to get into fan right. fiction right now. <laughs> fan fiction. And yes, there will be a butt fucking scene. Yes, there will. <laughs> well, why wouldn't there? Just if this is my fan tiger. fiction. <laughs> why wouldn't there be? Or that will yeah. happen. <laughs> so, on that note, I think. <laughs> I think we could end. Thanks for uh, thanks for all, all right, your wisdom, you Dad. Thanks for all your wisdom. Uh, anytime, anytime. And we will see you in a couple weeks to ask you more questions. Yeah. And if you have a question for, for Father Richard, you can email us at Dennis Rabble 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 at gmail dot com. 
or go to our Facebook page at Rabble, 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 or find us on Instagram at Rabble, Rabble, Rabble 801 there's, and post a question. There's not a question he can't answer. So <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> All right, Father, I will see you next couple weeks. Okay, two more weeks. Two more Bye-bye. weeks. Two more weeks. All right. If you enjoy this show, Rabble, 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 which is a production of Pod Cauldron. Pod Cauldron! Check out some other great podcasts on the Pod Cauldron Network. Cards and Cubes, a show about board games that you didn't grow up with. And Bub Club, a horror movie podcast. Ooh, so spooky. Almost Halloween. Which I'm on to, so it feels a little bit weird to Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. There's some nepotism going on here. (laughs) It might be. Might be. All right. Well, until I don't know. I think we, another one in the books. I think yeah. that was. Uh, I think we solved to... the world problem. We decided whether we were to stay open or not, and I think we gave people hope for another two weeks. Yeah. And <laughs> also that they'll know that their time spent in quarantine was not in vain, because I will write the fan fiction of Hobbs <laughs> and Shaw and John Wick, and yes. There will be a butt-fucking scene. All right, until next time. Stay safe, everybody. Stay safe! I hope you have learned something today. Lord Jesus knows, I certainly have. Next time I get my asshole bleached, I'll have something to reflect upon. (laughs) 